This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Okay, so... We're gonna let's start the podcast. Yeah, let's start. So the format for us is as you guys probably have already figured it out, is we, we have a bunch of questions that we probably won't ask you. But we have some. We just, just like conversations. We like having conversations right, with yeah. good people. Good and uh, we've got some structures in the event that you know, not that we need it, but in the event that we're like, hey, you know what, we should ask that question. <laughs> like Why didn't you ask them that question? <laughs> All right, so your your podcast, which um, by the way is fantastic, this Family Tree podcast, it's been around for a bit. Yeah, right? yeah over a year now, I guess. Ooh. Yeah, I think we did. We just pass a year. Or are we coming up to it? I don't know. About a year. <laughs> About a year. About a year. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Why did you like? In like, sum it up. Why did you guys want to start a podcast? Well, Shane, you've got like, a background in this, right? Yeah. Yes, I do two other podcasts. One's called Mike on Much. One's called The Pedestal. And it just seemed like something fun to get me into the mix. And I know that was kind of Ryan asking you, Brittany, mm-hmm. if if you wanted to do a podcast with, uh, with him. And I asked Alex the same. Mm-hmm. And she agreed. And I just thought, oh, this can enhance her blog and just be a, a better long form way to get experts involved. And For sure. Moms listening to. Yeah. Good information. Well, yeah, people love it when he come like when he comes on. They like they seeing do. us interact. <laughs> yeah, I know. I always get I mean, so many do. DMs about it, and uh, there's not many podcasts like about parenting relationships yeah. where you get the perspective from the male and the female. Mm-hmm. I concur. The the woman, both partners, whatever, right? So I think it's so cool too, especially because we're more like right now maternity centered. Right. Uh, it's so cool to have like the male perspective on mm-hmm. that. I agree. Missing and and I kind of wanted like a funnier maternity style podcast, and I didn't feel like there was a lot of them out there. We definitely feel the same when we were like, let's do our research to see if there was any like similar parenting like relationships, and all of the ones that we were looking at was like very serious, like like four steps again to be the best parents you can be, and we were like, this is not real life. Like I think those are great, and there's some amazing. 
things you can take from them. But I think more than anything, people just want to relate and be like, Oh, good. Like the same, same, like that that's happened to me or whatever. So, but we (laughs) want to talk about how, when we, uh, so we listened to like our episode because apparently we're like super narcissistic (laughs) (laughs) and we were laughing. I wonder how my voice sounds on their podcast. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. And so sounds the same. (laughs) We were laughing so hard because you guys did like an intro before like we were on and it was so funny because you were like so like we were doing some research and like we we stumbled upon like the laughing couple and then we were like are they our enemies <laughs> and then you're like well let's like bring our enemies closer so so basically like um we're doing that to you now yeah, as yeah. well Friendly. so now we're like it's only fair Friendlies. but it's so funny how that happens and then we're like but we like low-key really like them so like now we just have to pretend that we're frenemies but like we actually just want to be like friends yeah like i'm cool with keeping up a facade but at the end of For the day sure. like i i think i i think i really like the two yeah. of you so you it's, guys seem yeah, cool. yeah same and i, I get more of like an envy i find where I'm like, yes. oh, gee, I like yes. how they did that. I like how they are. I like how comfortable they are. And they change then, their their uh, title, the laughing family. The laugh, the laughing, the, the funnier family tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the funnier. The is there. I That's love awesome. that. I love it. So you have a daughter. Lucy already. Lucy. Lucy. I did my research. Now, how old is she? Did she just turn two? She just turned two. Yes. Same she just day as him. I was right. Week. Yeah, she's super close to aging. Cooper. So, if you guys have been yeah. doing this for a year now, and you're you're currently pregnant, how far along are you? Seven and a half months. Seven months. What so the longest yeah. seven yeah. months of your life. That's so. They say Big the hardest months. thing in life for a couple to go through is a, a new job or career, a new move or new children. You guys started a podcast pretty much in the middle of all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah, yeah that's and a lot. Shane Shane was not around to help us move houses. <sighs> what about Shane? <laughs> you work so late. Shane works so late all the time. He works in Toronto, so he's mm-hmm. always commuting. Mm-hmm. So actually when we first moved into our first house, you were on a bachelor trip and I had to like build all the furniture and everything. And then Hopefully when we moved into Ikea. this house, I was five months postpartum. Oh and I moved everything <laughs> five months postpartum. Oh Jesus. my god! Yeah, it, so but we were podcasting in the middle of it, and yeah. we're both still here. But that makes well, for good content. Weeks, I work like a hundred hours content, a week, right? so this makes me seem so bad right now. No, I've yeah. it with okay. you work. But the bachelor party that doesn't make me feel <laughs> good. He was it's wasted. Hard. He doesn't even remember anything. <laughs> he now, was now the, the the key is how many months advance notice did you have for the bachelor party? Because yeah. I know that's a big thing. When for did you tell her it's never that enough. you had a? It doesn't matter. It's never, <laughs> yesterday is always the better time to say it. No, it's just like he forgets. Like he's he's told. And then, I, like I told you guys, I don't before, forget. I'm scared to tell you. I wait till the God. right moment. I totally so if we're feel already that. In a fight, I'm like, okay, like I better tell her now because we're already fighting. I always right. find out in the girls' chat group, like with all his friends, wives, and girlfriends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so next weekend when the guys go somewhere, and I was like, where the fuck are the guys? Going? He's, he's like, he's gonna start telling you in public. To fight all night. <laughs> I feel oh, that. We're working on that. I want to ruin a good time. This is like a really okay. good segue to what we ask our guests. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why we we haven't even asked know. this question yet? God, we start we get it together. We are not good okay. at this. So, anytime we have somebody on, we like to ask the question. I love you. Um, it's not really a question, but no, it's, we know you love segment. each other. I love you, but you're annoying. So basically, 
you, we know you guys love each other, but we want to know something. Yeah. We want to know what is something that you guys have done, each of you. So I'll ask, I'll ask Shane and you can ask Alex, like what has, what has Alex done this week that has been super annoying? It can be the littlest thing. It can be like a huge thing, but then it's going to be awkward because we have to finish the podcast. People want to know the nasty stuff. (laughs) They want to know the funny, nasty, relatable stuff. So we know you guys love each other, but let's just have one thing that's annoying. Let's hash it out. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What's super annoying this week. Or if you don't have one yet, I can see Alex's face. She's like, do you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay. Well, the, the one thing that this week I've been holding in, but it's been so annoying because Shane unloads the dishwasher every morning and makes coffee. Right. Good man. Love that. Nice. And I, yeah, I totally appreciate that. However, throughout the day, when you eat something, like he'll eat something with like a ton of like Frank's hot sauce on it. Mm-hmm. And then you just leave it on the counter. Mm. And then by noon, there's like a ton of bowls and plates with like crap on them on the counter when they need to be rinsed off and put in the sink because then it's going to solidify. Mm. No, I rinse them eventually. I, I rinse them. them. I put them. I put them in the sink all day long. <laughs> Have you ever had an embarrassing B.O. moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. (laughs) Embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to B.O. worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So... 
You want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Okay. <laughs> All day. Yeah, because you don't want that ring of fire in yeah. the bowl. Okay. Yeah. No. And the baby, and like, you know what I mean? Like the baby <laughs> might use the bowl after, and then there's Frank's. Okay. She doesn't put that shit on everything. Okay. Well, I find it, I guess what annoys me a little bit about Alex is she will never unload a dishwasher. Oh. <laughs> ever. 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 It doesn't matter when it, she's like, she'll just never do it. It's that one thing but, she doesn't like. But I, even though I do enjoy unloading the dishwasher, it is one chore that I actually enjoy. But what? I just some days I'm like, oh, she won't even put in the effort to attempt to unload it ever. I did it like two weeks ago. Okay. Well, you got to announce it then. Yeah. I would have uh, been so proud of you. You needed to have like balloons. But I'm not shit. super annoyed by that, by the way. It was just something I could think of maybe. I love this how gentle he's being. Because she's like super you, pregnant. She's seven months he's pregnant. Like, he's like, Mother's I, Day was a couple weeks ago. I get it. That's smart. Um, oh, yeah. you're, my most annoying thing is you're super beautiful and that's very annoying. Like that's what he I write down, yeah. because we do this every week, I write down the annoying things so that when the podcast comes on, I have it in front of me and mm-hmm. I can go right back to the anger that existed when it mm-hmm. happened in the real he like pulls out his scroll. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me talk so wait, about so what are, Did you guys already say your annoying things to each other this week? No, we haven't yet. We uh, usually... Well, we just had a fight. We just had a fight that lasted about 20 minutes before this podcast this started. So, so, yes. It's so that relatable because we got in like a freaking fight. And then Riley, our daughter, was like, let's go on a family walk. And like five minutes before Great the family, time for walk, a family walk, we like were at each other. And it was it's one of those moments where you hear like, fuck, so we're on this walk. And like Ryan will say something and then I'll be like, well, fuck you. And then we'll pass like a neighbor and we'll be like, hey, how's it going, yeah, Jim? How's it going? You doing well? The how's, grass is looking fantastic. COVID treatment. Uh, everything all right with you guys? And yeah, then like we fine, walk by and we're like, and then I was saying, as I was saying, and he was like, oh my God, Karen, oh my God, your tulips look so, it's just like such an awkward like dynamic that you almost are pulled out of your like fight because yeah. it's just like super dumb. It's like, ju- it's like jumping onto a podcast in the middle of a fight. You just got to turn it off. Yeah. Like exactly. It was, right. <laughs> we're fine. Um, I don't know if I have. So it like, makes that- a lot of sense that they started this podcast in the middle of, you know, a hectic life. Well, yeah. I mean, it does make for great content too. It though. saves, oh it God. saves the marriage. That's our advice for people today is if you want to, if you're having, if you're having girl problems, I, I feel bad for you, your son. Listen to a lesson. Start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me, so Shane, you work a hundred hours, right? And certainly- there was a period where I was, I was working on a, a show for Crave and then I was also doing my regular nine to five job, which is uh, directing commercials. Mm-hmm. And then I also had my podcast job. Uh, so, so I was doing that all in one week. So, so I had to find time for all wow. those jobs. So yeah, it, was, it added up to like a hundred hours. That's, That's insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how, how do you guys, how do you guys manage that? Oh, weekends. We really made the weekends our, our time because mm-hmm. I would get up at 6 a.m. and come home at 2 a.m. Oh a, a lot of times. It was like for three months. Yeah. Total. It was awful. 
And wow. some nights I would even sleep at work. So, but we, I was always pretty much off on Saturday and Sunday. Right. So yeah, it was hard. Like, especially I didn't see my daughter for the longest mm-hmm. time Jeez. because I was awake before she was awake and mm-hmm. I was home after she was in bed. And did you feel like that was very like, and then when you did see each other, Alex, did you feel like you were like, like giving like, not that you didn't like love Lucy, but you needed like that break as well. But then like, cause we, we deal with that. Like when Ryan would leave, he'd come back and I would be like, here are the children. And then he'd also like want to spend some time with me. And I'm just like, we've talked about this. Like, I'm so touched out. Like I just need like moments of like no one touching me. Um, did you feel like there was like a weird thing that you had to like go through? Like you want to spend time with Shane obviously, but then like he wants to spend time with Lu- It's like a weird dynamic. It's hard to get See, past. Brittany, you're more like me. Yeah. I was just going to say. Alex just always wants to be like smothered. Oh, yeah. No, I'm like, please (laughs) don't. (laughs) I need no one to touch me. I hear you, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Just just big, snuggly bears. But yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah, her love language is touch. That's right. Constantly. Yeah. Um, But when, yeah, when he'd come home on the weekend, we would just, you know, we'd mainly just do things as a family. Mm -hmm. And then you'd just be the one that would, you know, put Lou down and change the numbers and things like that, which worked for me. Mm -hmm. Again, like I was tired of doing that kind of stuff. Right. But then we just made sure to prioritize mm. each other on the weekends. And we we fall into the trappings that every couple inevitably gets mm. into of like, I'm making all the money. And then it's like, but I'm doing all the yeah. work. And like we'd get into those like who's doing more stupid fights. <laughs> like literally we just had fight. that fight. <laughs> yeah. Like it's the one <laughs> fight I promised Alex I would never have with her. And like you two months you. after I made that promise to her, I was having that fight. So yeah, you were like, just kidding. Awesome. I was crossing my fingers when I made that promise. Yeah, that yeah, actually. Hard to quantify the work that your spouse is doing. Yeah, like whether they're at work or they're at home, because you forget when you're not working or when you're not taking care of the child how much work and effort that mm-hmm. actually takes and how tired you can get of it. So I think that just remembering not to lose sight of that is helpful. Mm-hmm. But it's. I don't see any way around it in some situations. It's one of those, one of those things where like, (laughs) it's just going to get worse with two kids (laughs) to freak you (laughs) out. But like, we had those same talks and we were like, you know, like, let's not compare work is work. Like in it, you have different stresses than I have different stresses. Like we literally just got in this fight. I'm like, I'm not used to being home. Like I love being a mom is like my favorite thing ever. I love it. But I'm also used to like, our daughter going to school, our son going to daycare, and then me able to go to my job. Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Throughout the day. Oh, yes. Yeah. For sure I watch Vanderpump tonight, Rules. Guys. But what he Finale doesn't. Tonight. Yes, I know. Oh, I'm going to watch it later. We know. But what you don't understand. <laughs> He'll come downstairs and I'm watching like Vanderpump Rules and, and he just sees me sitting on the couch. But what he doesn't see is that like that is like the first time I've gotten to sit down in like six hours because I'm just like a slave to these little goblins. But I was saying like, it's a hard transition for me to go from like, you know, working and having a purpose outside of, um, like this is a, like a conversation I think a lot of parents can go through outside of being a parent. And then COVID was like, just kidding. Like there are only these people are essential in prison. Yeah. And so like, it's a rough balance and then throw two kids in and you're like, just trying to survive. So, I mean, we wish you luck. (laughs) Do you find like, so 
okay, so with us, like we made, like before we had our daughter, Riley, we were like, listen, Riley, like we are never, and I mean like ever, ever allowing her to sleep in the same bed as us. Like that is an absolute, like I cannot, like I'm just letting you guys know straight up. She comes into our room every fucking night for like the past (laughs) seven months. And we're like, to the point where we put a cot right beside the bed because she was just like kicking us in the face. So now she like starts in like the cot and then she like eventually rolls over to us. And it's just like it like she starts in her own room, which is wonderful. But like we're just at a point in our life right now because of second baby survive that we're just mm-hmm. like surviving. Right. So it's like, do you feel like there is anything that you this like first question? Did you ever say to yourself, I will never do blank and now you fully do that as a parent with Lou where well, you allow we, things. Well, I can already see that happening with the second that hasn't even come yet. You've uh, already mentioned having the baby in the, the bed. Or well, Lou like, in the bed or yeah. So Lucy never came in our room. Like from our first night home from the hospital, she was in her own mm-hmm. bedroom, in her own crib. Amazing. It was amazing. Like it was so good. And right now, especially with all the COVID stuff yeah. going on, like, I don't want to get another nursery set up, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to share a room. That's amazing. Anyway, once they're both sleeping through the night. So we put a crib in our room yesterday just because the baby's going to be there. And like, it's going to be easier for me in a sense. Totally. But then also we liked having that as our like hangout zone. Yeah. Where like no babies. So it's going to be weird. But they're talking about the uh, the child in the bed, right? Yeah, but the kid is in our room. That's Mm -hmm. like halfway there. Like I said that I wouldn't ever have a kid in our room with us Mm -hmm. so that we could have like our adult zone. Would you be cool with the kid in the bed? Yeah, I guess. Like I'm already thinking of like, well, if she's already in my room and I'm exhausted. Yeah. It saves so much time. Yeah. If a baby's in the room, are you allowed to have sex or is that just... We just talked about this. We just talked about this. this. (laughs) What happens if they're just like staring at you? You are, but if they they wake up and look at you, it it kind of just stops. (laughs) You're just like like closing their eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Get your bottle later. Like I also feel like if they're like a fresh wrinkly thing it's like fine they're yeah, they not gonna know you. they but can't if even see like, you like, no, like i would never no ever if it was if the baby was like yeah. over two uh, for- i would just like <laughs> over two would be weird they're so cognizant yeah the thing yeah. is, is and, so I, and i think maybe you guys are your babies are much closer in age riley was three mm-hmm. uh, when we had cooper and so the one thing that really triggered us was she didn't understand and was able to say it out loud mm-hmm. why cooper was allowed in our room and she wasn't allowed in our room so for the first three months I slept in Riley's bed Mm -hmm. with her so that she felt even and this goes back to I'm the I'm the third child in my family and Mm -hmm. it got to a point where you know you look at you look at my sister my oldest sister and she's got this uh, school book that's like eight inches thick of pictures mm-hmm. and drawings and this. And then you get my second born who's got like a six inch binder full of things. And then you get my, right. that doesn't, doesn't even, I don't even have the school picture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have the school picture. It's and, nothing. and I, you know, as an adult, you get that and you understand that and you say, okay, well, like uh, obviously it's hard to raise three children, five children, however many children you have. And at some point in time, you do get a little laxed here and there. But as the person who experienced the lackness, I try to overcompensate, I think, with um, yeah. I try to overcompensate a little bit with our kids. And I find that I've, I've got ourselves into a trap now that we just don't know how to get out of. Like our, she literally wakes up every single night and sleeps yeah. in our room, which is we were like so, anti, 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 anti doing I'm blaming that. you. 
Let's discuss how your this is like a touchy subject because I also don't want to like we don't want to throw any of your friends under the yeah, bus. Don't name anyone. Yeah, and we'll just bleep them out if you name them. But like, how do you find your relationships like with other couples have changed since you've had a kid? Yeah, for me, um, my friendships are based like it's like a proximity thing a lot. So. Mm-hmm. My best friend, uh, who was actually my best friend before I even started working at much, I sit right across from him at work. Mm-hmm. So I'm with him all the time. So I can't even think like, would we still be friends if we weren't working together? Because mm. I've just always been around him since high school and then into my career. Does he have kids? But he does. Yeah. Okay. And he had his daughter six months after I had oh, mine. that's great. But you do wonder, it's like, would we still be best friends if he mm-hmm. worked in another building mm-hmm. or is this just a, a convenience thing? Cause you know, sometimes people grow apart, but everything is just perfectly convenient. And mm-hmm. I, if he is listening, I, I'm, I'm, we have no problems. I'm glad he's my best friend, but I, I just wonder about these things. Like, cause I do find like with Alex was just discussing on our pod the other day, she feels a disconnect with her yeah. friends because mm. she has kids and some of her friends don't have kids. And she's almost feeling like, or wondering Oh, do my friends even like me? And she's having kind of irrational thoughts. And I was just trying to tell Alex that it's probably just because they're such a different place in life. It's hard to have common ground. And then maybe in five years when they have kids, if they do have kids, they'll all become closer friends once they have more commonalities. But then if like their kids are going to be so much younger than our kids, so we'll be at totally different stages. So that brings a whole other set of issues. So like the girls I talk to the most right now are like the random chicks I met through mom groups that were actually pretty cool. Like there were so Mm -hmm. many that I, you know, did not say, (laughs) did not try to keep conversations with because I just knew it wouldn't work. But then the girls that I found were cool and I could actually talk to like adults, like we talk constantly, like several times a day and it's so nice. And then like with my other friends, it's mostly checking in mm-hmm. or like sending a hot Justin Trudeau meme or something. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. He's been pretty, he's been looking real good lately. Oh, well, he kind of looks like your husband a little bit. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> yeah, and then do you, yeah. do you feel the pressure that when you do go out with your friends who don't have kids, do you feel the pressure that you've got to step up fun. your game? Yes. Like guys, we're here to party. And then at like 10 o'clock, you're like, Oh my God, I gotta fall asleep. Does anyone want to get a coffee? And if I do mention kids, they're like, all right, they're talking about the babies. (laughs) Then all of a sudden you're just made fun of for doing that. It's like, well, it's part of my life. It's part of who I am. Like I didn't mention it to be weird. And then if I don't talk about the kids, I'm kind of like the silent guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny oh, because Shane's not, Shane's not talking about his kids. Things must not be good at home. <laughs> <you> okay. <laughs> those those relationships that you build, like even in those mommy groups or whatever, those are crucial because you guys yeah. have such relatability. Yeah. But where I'm finding too, like we moved to our town, um, and we've like formed a lot of well, I formed a lot of relationships with other moms because of school. So when Lou starts school, it'll be like huge for you guys because there's like events and and it's so funny. Everything is now relatable. <laughs> Everything is yeah. now on the same schedule. But I it's t- so <laughs> convenient. It's hard to meet other parents. And I think it's easier for the moms because we have those outlets mm-hmm. like I mean Yeah, dads are no new friends, right? We're all like, yeah, I got <laughs> yeah. My, I got my friends. I got well, my it's boys. It's more like you guys are forced to be friends with the husbands. And then mm-hmm. if they're like 
weird duds. Yeah, like, what do you talk about? <laughs> you instantly talk about sports because it's the one thing you think you can relate to. And then the one guy's like, I, I actually don't like yeah, sports. No. Uh, you know, I sometimes I like watch European solitaire. soccer. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Are you, are you, <laughs> are you into work? Yeah, work I'm like, so do you, do, you, do you garden or like, what do you do? I feel like because of my job and how often I'm out of the house that I become not that much of a social being. And Alex and I just enjoy each other's company. We don't even have that much of a desire to go out with other people. Mm. It's weird. It's like we're, you're my best friend and my mm. wife and like my party mate. <laughs> like it's weird. You're everywhere. You love to yeah. party together. And that's the thing. Like yeah. if we have a Saturday night where we can get rid of the kids, we're not really calling up other people. Like we mm. go and like get like get hammered by ourselves. I love downtown. that. That's huge. We'll go like dancing and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We have them. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's so weird though. Like I don't have like she's much more of an extroverted person than I am, and I tend to just like being a homebody or just going out with her. Mm-hmm. But she and she's kind of gravitated towards that mentality. I find the older she now. 100%. Do you guys have you guys and Brittany asked this earlier, but have you guys ever ran into a couple, watched how they parented, and said, "Bye, we can't hang out with them." Oh, uh, without using names. Yeah, Shane's that, like, yeah. actually, yes. Uh, yeah. Rebecca Golden was uh, horrendous. <laughs> we'll walk out the names. Like, does it have to be a friend or just no. like somebody? Just in, somebody just in general. Know. Like, yeah. we, uh, we'll give you an example. We we had uh, a friend of ours that mm-hmm. we hung out with on a consistent basis, and we went away for the weekend with them. And after a weekend of spending time with them and their family, we came back and thought this friendship can't He's go over. any further. It can't go any further. We. <laughs> We just could not oh, could not understand how they parented. So I'm just going to drop it. Don't, don't, don't drop the name. No, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to drop their names. I'm going to drop the scenario. Doesn't matter. No, oh, you no. think they'd listen? Doesn't matter. Oh. It was just matter. about. It was just about like parenting. Like it was like it was like say. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. They would say things to the kids. So they would say things to their kids that we would be like, "What?" Or not. Or say not things. say something to their kids, and we're like. Uh, your kids are breaking that and it's mine. Like, it's like when you have to parent other people's oh, yeah. kids. Stuff, you know what I mean? Parent, they're not parenting. Yes. Like ruining your shit. Right. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, you yeah. have one. Who yeah. is it? What's, what's okay. up? Well, oh, at, sorry. Yeah. We were at a funeral about a year ago and Lucy was like a year old. She couldn't walk yet, but she was climbing up the stairs. She mm-hmm. like climbed upstairs. Our friends that had a three-year-old kid at that point kept walking up the stairs and he's like a tank Mm -hmm. and he would push Lucy or kick her down the stairs. Oh my God. She fell down like two stairs at a time twice. Both times the parents were just like, Hey, not nice to do that. And I'm like, he almost killed. Like he could, what did you do? He could have killed Lucy. Mm I didn't know what to do because they weren't reacting. It was awkward. So I just picked so her up awkward. and got the hell out of there. Yeah. It was so awkward. And like, I was like furious mm-hmm. at the situation. I was furious at them and the kid. Yeah. Like, their kid. I wanted to beat Right? You, but like. <laughs> in a sweet, can't. innocent way. No, I've been there <laughs> yeah. where you're like, this no, kid's the weird. devil. It's very awkward. And the kid just looks like a bully out of like Billy yeah. Madison. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Doyle rules. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) exactly. Uh, What I was going to say was when parents are constantly bragging about Mm -hmm. their kid publicly, uh, whether it be on social media or in real life, like we have this one friend, uh, he'll constantly story the child, but the the child's (laughs) just looking at a, a, a book. 
But he's Genius. like, my daughter loves reading. Yeah. Oh. Like, she's not reading. She's just looking at the book. What makes you think she's reading? She's not. Like, I could say Lou's reading just because she has a book in front of yeah. her and go, Ducky. She's saying Super Ducky, intelligent. She sees Duck. She sees the Duck. And then this, we were on a flight and we were sitting oh in front, God. we were sitting in front of a man. And I guess he was really proud that his kid was in French immersion school. Okay. And he's like, hey, Jimmy, do you want to watch this film in French or English? Oh and the kid clearly didn't know a lick of French. He was like, Espanol, dad. Ah, je suis like, fatigué. English. <laughs> he's like, are you sure, Jimmy, you don't want to watch this movie in French? And he's like... He's like announcing it to the whole cabin. Oh, and we're just like, shut the fuck up. He was the worst. Yeah. And he did it the entire flight. The whole all flight, things. he talked about French and how the kid could speak it, but the kid couldn't. It's like oh, they that, want. That guy was the dope. They Sorry. want the strangers <laughs> to be like, oh my God, so your your kid is bilingual. And yeah. he'd be like, ah, absolutely, he is. Jimmy, tell him. Yeah. Bonjour. He's uh, bilingual and ambidextrous. Hey, Jimmy, show, show him how you can point to that with your left hand. <laughs> French with your left hand. And it, it is it is hard to find. Like you were saying earlier that it's like dating somebody when you meet a new parent friend and kind of sussing them out. Like I find just like with somebody that you could date, like talk to them for five minutes mm -hmm. and I have a pretty good feeling of if I either want to date you or if I want you to be my mom friend. Yeah. I think we can kind of get that out on the table in five minutes. And it's so easy for moms, I think, because we have so many more opportunities Totally. But for dads, I think it's hard to connect with each other and even with your own friends. And I, I want to know about this. How do you is meet people, boys? <laughs> no, like, is it harder for you guys to connect even with other friends? Because you can't just say like, oh, did your vagina get ripped open last year? Yeah. yeah. And then like relate on that level. Like, do I find it hard to make friends with other dads? Yeah. Or like even with your friends that are dads, is it easy to just talk to dogs? Make Friends with men who are dads than men who are any yes. commonalities. Mm -hmm. I find it easier. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's because all my conversations revolve around my child or something that happened mm. in my day with, uh, about Lucy. So it's, it's like really we need. Hard they need to come up with an app for parents to meet other parent friends. I think the hard, I think the harder, the hardest part about being a male trying to become friends with men is to your point, Shane, you've got to create some sort of commonality, some sort of ground or baseline for, uh, for which to communicate. And men don't complain. And I'm not saying that women do, don't get me wrong, but men generally speaking, don't air their dirty laundry or talk about the negative things or the hardship that they're going through. Men really try the whole stiff upper lip. Everything's mm -hmm. good. Everything's copacetic. Life is fantastic. You know, I've got a great job. Like, like, like everything's got to be perfect for men. It's almost like, it's almost like there's this like fear of, of not having things like under control and, and not being able to be vulnerable that limits our ability to communicate at a level deeper than sports. So, you know, you make your, your, your first point of contact, you hope it lands. And if it doesn't, you're like, okay, see you later. You know, women get together, they have wine, they complain about their husbands, they their cry, kids, they, they cry. Hug, you know, great. I come down in the basement, not COVID related, but usually before COVID, I come down in the basement, but there'd be 15 girls all crying and all this stuff. <laughs> all hammered. And, and I'm thinking, oh my oh, yeah. God, they're just watching The Bachelorette. How did this happen? <laughs> 
where men, men don't, we don't have that. It's all very surface. So if you, if you're trying to build a relationship and you're trying to build rapport with someone at a surface level, you'll only get so far if there's no commonality right off the bat. So I think that's the hardest part for us is trying to break down that wall that we put up ourselves. Yeah. See, for me, it's like, I am so the opposite of what you said, I am so vulnerable and open, but it's like, I'm so extreme and I'm so open so early that some guys who are more like the, what you were describing, they don't want to hear it. They're like, Mm. this guy's weird or something. (laughs) So my way of, my way of breaking the ice is just being so, uh, almost shockingly open with people. That's good. It it can be a big turnoff to making friends. I'm I'm finding you're just like, hi, all that sports knowledge, right? (laughs) And like we had one dad in our mom group here, like when I was on Mm Matt and I always felt so bad for him. Like on one hand, I was so impressed that he was the stay at home dad. I was like, oh my God, like you don't Mm -hmm. see this often. This is so cool. Like I feel cool for having a stay at home dad in my group. Like who gets to say that? Yeah. And, uh, he was so quiet. I just, I felt so bad because you feel bad. Yeah. Would you be furious if you found out he had no children? <laughs> oh my God. He was so just there. <laughs> he like rented his sister's <laughs> kid for the day. God. He's like a wedding crasher, but. But for mom groups. A mom group crasher. Yeah. Yeah. Easiest way to get laid. That's so disturbing. They're so mad at their husbands. He just comes with like the car seat, but like nothing's ever in it. He just has like the cover over it and he's like, oh. Here you are feeling bad for Chad. him. He's the creepiest guy Chad is such a nice guy. There's like a full video <laughs> camera <laughs> underneath. We do live in Hamilton. It's, it's completely possible. You know. Chad, Chad wears mirrors on his shoes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my but you God. know what? Really quickly, let's. I think this is a good point to wrap up on the point that you were saying. Like there isn't a lot of talk or um, like platforms for males or like fathers. Yeah. I feel like to talk about, which I think is an awesome um, reason that we've discussed like doing a podcast or like building a social media following as a partnership, because there are so many outlets for women and there aren't a lot of outlets for men. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like what you guys are doing, what we're doing is great. Well, we love what you guys are doing. We love the platform that you have. We love how you're reaching the audience. Um, it's awesome. We really love it. It's, it's fantastic. Um, how do, oh, how do people you. find, how do people find you? Alex, take it away. All right. You can find us at This Family Tree on Instagram, all one word. We have This Family Tree podcast, three, four different words on all the podcast apps. And then www.thisfamilytree.ca. And their home address is. Action. <laughs> yeah, right. And you can get the podcast on my website as well. Like, I'm a big Bachelor fan. So we have uh, <laughs> Taylor Nolan from The Bachelor. Yes. Um, our, and our, by the time this is out, I'm assuming it'll it'll be out. Yeah. Did she did she and, give yeah. you a call after your episode and tried yeah, to counsel did. you? <laughs> we got this huge thing. We so, got me like a four hour long like screaming match. I can't. Oh my god! I need Not to listen. Screaming, but like, like during like the episode. Is the episode four hours no, of you screaming? For four hours, we angry talk at each other. Oh my god! I can't <laughs> wait to listen to that one. Privately called us after. That's what and I heard. Gave us a therapy session. That's amazing. Yeah, it, was it, was it was weird and uh But it was so it was cool weird. that she called us afterwards. Yeah. I like hit the record button because yeah. I was like, I just want to have this because this is cool. <laughs> like I don't think she knew how big of a fan I was. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's Shane's ringtone, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's what's coming up. That's uh, awesome. And yeah, thank you so much for having yeah, us. And, thanks for coming, yeah, guys. We, we really do love your podcast. And we think your banter is like top-notch amazing. Like when you guys are just talking to each other, it is so good, real, relatable, and funny. Oh, thank uh, you. So thank it's, you very much. It's completely scripted. We yeah, follow a script. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's even more I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a hard time reading, so we don't follow the script very well. <laughs> Uh, right, guys. Thank you guys so much. When this COVID thing's over, we look forward to actually seeing you in person. Oh, yes. absolutely. I'm not going to ruin your weekend or anything, but I, I'll yeah. go spend some time. I promise. <laughs> we, and I promise you, I won't brag about my kids. <laughs> we'll be the unicorn couple. Wait, that sounds weird because there's like things attached to the unicorns. We'll just see you like <laughs> later. That, that got really weird. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, guys. Take care, guys. <laughs> <laughs>